Once upon a time, she returned the same energy he gave her. Now he's in his feelings. The end. Or is it? Is it the end of the story when you decide you've had enough? I don't know. Some people seek revenge. Other people just move on. The revenge part is what's always bothered me. I get these correspondence from you guys saying, how do I get back at my ex? Girl, guy, whatever. How do I get back? And that's up for you to decide. It's not up for me to decide. I've never been vengeful, even when it could have been very deserved by that person. Do I sometimes want that person to feel as bad as I felt to make them feel the pain I felt, to make them cry, to make them hurt, suffer? Absolutely. I'm human. And anybody who is has those feelings. You think about it and you think, Jesus, I want that motherfucker to suffer as much as I did. I want them to hurt. I want them to feel bad. And then, if you're really that mature, you kind of move past it and realize, in the end, hopefully it evens itself out. Does it suck the way it made you feel? Yep. Absolutely it does. Are they guaranteed hurt? No. Will it make you feel better? Maybe. But the amount that you spend dwelling on it and really giving a bunch of energy and overthinking to something that really doesn't need to be, it's exhausting. How do I get back at my ex, Pamela Michelle? Well, if it makes you feel better, find their weakness and go from there. In the end though, the amount of energy you put in just may not give you as much satisfaction as you think. You get hurt in far many different ways by people who you encounter every day, people you aren't sleeping with, people you aren't attracted to, people that you weren't in relationships with. You know, a lot of times your biggest hater actually could be your closest friend. People pretend well. I know for years that was the situation with me. I don't want to be the spotlight. I don't want to be in the spotlight is what she used to tell me all the time. I don't want to be famous. I don't want this. But yet this is the same person who when we would have a promo played saying, girls, this is what your promo is going to be, would take an absolute honest to goodness fit because it supposedly made her sound like dog shit. But I was lovely. You know, when you 
trust people and give everything you've got to them, those are the people that sometimes you really can't trust. So when a relationship ends and I get these, Pamela Michelle, how do I get back at my ex? What's the best way? Is revenge really the best way? Is being happy really the best way? Well, yeah, being happy is really the best way. Because, you know, they want you to be miserable. Well, some of them do. The mature ones don't. When it's amicable and you genuinely want the best for each other, obviously those situations sometimes are few and far between. I am friends with probably, I want to say, 95% of my exes. The other ones that I'm not, I don't really think about. It's not worth it. Would it kill them to see me happy? Maybe. I also don't care. What I do care about is having the best coffee I could possibly have in the morning. My Reaper's Brew coffee. This morning, I needed that extra jolt, got out my electric chair coffee, and started my morning off right. Make sure you go, you guys go to reapersbrew.com and order the best coffee your lips will ever taste. Chris and the guys do a wonderful job over there. The Murder Mud is my absolute favorite, but this morning I did have the electric chair, which is equally as yummy. It comes in K-cups, ground coffee. You can order a monthly supply. Enter that PMS code at checkout for your discount. You will not regret going to reapersbrew.com. What you will regret is putting so much energy in. And what if it backfires? What if the revenge part of this backfires? What if it doesn't yield you the outcome you initially wanted? It, it's going to piss you off even more than you realized. You know, just... I've been told, let go and let God. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in religion like that. I really hope, though, that there is an afterlife. I hope that the spirit lives on. Because I fully intend to haunt people when I die. I have a list. I have a list right now where I joke sometimes where I tell people that they pissed me off and they made the list. Well, guess what? I also have a list if there is a spirit that can come back and haunt. I don't know if you want to be on that list. <laughs> but I got one of those too. In the end, you know, they say that being bitter is never a good thing. It's not productive. Ah, uh, sometimes I disagree. I actually use bitterness as energy to try to get a good outcome for something. Almost like when somebody tells you you can't do something. And you start thinking, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to do it. 
maybe that's how we should think about relationships that end. You know, it's, it's really so easy to just blame yourself. To initially think something didn't work out because I'm not this or because I'm not that. Maybe an ending is exactly what was supposed to happen. Just because people want things doesn't mean that we always get them. I mean, we've been told that as little kids. So when something that we want so badly just doesn't work out, it's how you deal with it. And when you think revenge, suffering, getting even is the best way. Those people I feel bad for. There's so many other things to do that are productive, that are good. If your ex cheated on you, could you possibly, possibly do something good by cheating back? Nah, not necessarily. Although, really quick story, I had been dating this guy and I dated him for, I want to say, about 10 months. He had told me he broke up with his girlfriend. Forgive me if I've told this story. I don't think I have. But the short of it was that I was really in love with him. I never thought he cheated. I'm pretty sure I actually did tell this story. But I don't know if I told the part. Actually, I think I might have. That for my revenge, what I did was him and his brother, he was considerably older than me. I think I was probably about 22 and they were 28 going on 29 considerably older well I guess six years is considerably older whatever the point of it was I hurt and I wanted to get him to hurt too at that age Italian boys they still lived with their mom but their parents had a house in Florida so for the winter they were always down in Florida and the boys had the home to themselves mama's boys 28 years old I mean still living at home come on whatever Anyway, um, my revenge was once I found out that he never really dumped his girlfriend that he had been seeing since high school, high school sweethearts, he got bored. I was definitely something new. And he told me they broke up because I told him, obviously, I'm not going to date you while you still have somebody. That's not who I am. I don't play that game. Long story short, I fucked his twin brother twin brother while he was in the next room and uh the awkward encounter came early in the morning when I was making coffee and scrambled eggs for both of us and he was just like speechless jaw to the floor and he said he didn't want to believe that that was actually me now the reason why I say that this was a bad thing and why I'm retelling this story is for the reason that to prove my point did it make me feel good seeing the hurt seeing how he just could not believe that I fucked his brother last night a little 
But what I didn't prepare for was the fact that it really put a strain on his relationship with his brother. Neither one of them deserved that. And the amount of joy, or supposed joy, that I felt by hurting Nick and thinking I was getting even, thinking that revenge was the best medicine for him. I wanted him to feel something. I wanted him to feel pain. I just didn't mean to... It didn't destroy their relationship, but it made it really difficult, especially since the three of us worked at the same club. So that made it kind of awkward as well for everybody involved. And, you know, they eventually moved past it. I felt like a super skank for doing it, so it did not make me feel good afterwards. And it made me feel bad that their relationship took a little bit of a hit from that. So it wasn't the best. It wasn't worth it because I hurt other people in the process. Because I only thought of myself. Now, would I do the same thing again? No, because his brother really wasn't even that good in bed anyway. Just a lot of... Ever get fucked where it just feels like you're just being jabbed? Ladies, seriously, you know, it's just like... There's no finesse. There's no... Motion... No good movement going on. You just feel like you're being jabbed and they think they're doing a great job. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, let's get this show on the road. Get into actress mode. Make him think he is a super stud so he can come and finish and just be done. Because right now, if it doesn't happen, I may throw up on him. Or at least throw up on his bed sheets. That was sort of how it was. It's silly because he really didn't even have that big of a dick either. So what he had to work with, he was really thrusting in there. So not worth that. The show that I put on, however, was amazing. <laughs> so thankfully, after about maybe seven minutes, it was over. I didn't have to worry about throwing up on anybody. No bed sheets, no nothing. And after I just kind of laid there, he went to go hold me. And even when I like somebody, I'm not exactly the cuddling type. So I just moved away a little bit. Kind of was done. And just waited for morning. After I found out that Nick was still seeing his girlfriend, what the responsible thing that I should have done was just break up with him and move on. Tell him he's a fucking scumbag loser. Get, just get over it and move on and realize he lied to me and there's nothing that I really could have done about it. People wonder why I actually did not reach out to her and tell her, hey, the whole time that you thought he was here or he was doing this, 
It was really me he was doing, and he was staying at my apartment five nights a week. He was with me way more than you, and he knew he could be because she trusted him. They had over ten years together. Anything he said to her, she totally trusted. When I get asked why I didn't reach out to tell her, it was for the same reason that I shouldn't have slept with his brother. She deserved to know, probably. Do you think he learned his lesson? Uh, I don't think so. Usually, once a cheater, always a cheater. I didn't want to be the one to put that hurt on her. She did not deserve that. I did tell him he should tell her. And he told me he would have that conversation. I don't know if that conversation ever happened because it's not my business. I did tell him, if you don't, I will. And maybe because I did sleep with his brother, he thought that I might reach out to her. Where it was over the line was my friend Angela and my other friend Jill knew where she lived, did write her a letter saying, do not trust Nick. Signed, nearly every girl at the club. <laughs> so maybe the conversation came from her about the letter they left in her mailbox. This is what happens when you have psycho friends. And I'm actually not even friends with them. I haven't spoken to them in, I want to say, about nine years. People come and go out of your life. The true ones stay. And after I stopped being party girl, stopped being the fun girl, I'm still fun. I'm a hell of a lot of fun still. My life is just different now. I'm not that club girl anymore. And when people decide to grow up and others don't, your lives drift apart. And ours did. They were fun girls and great girls, psycho girls that will leave a letter in, you know, your ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend who was still their girlfriend the whole time's mailbox. I guess in the end, the whole point of the story is Disney conditioned us to think that stories are supposed to have a happy ending. Not every story does. So you decide how you want the ending to be. Do you want peace of mind knowing that you're going to be able to not wreck anything else and be mature enough to just accept the past being the past and walk away? Or are you looking to not only make somebody else, well, the person who made you unhappy, miserable, but how many other lives are you willing to sacrifice in the process? It's a personal question only each one of us can answer. So, what I do have the answer to, though, is my apple cider vinegar gummies by Ghoulie. They do help with your digestion, and they completely taste amazing. I love them. My best friend Lauren, who is taking them now, loves them. We are obsessed with the yumminess that is Goalie apple cider vinegar gummies. Make sure you go to Goalie.com and order them. They have a few different ones, ones that help with stress, 
a whole array of yummy gummies. <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme that. Anyway, I want to thank Goalie and Reaper's Brew for being sponsors of the Pamela Michelle Show. Guys, you can get at me on social media, Twitter, at Sporty Diva. I hardly ever use Twitter, but you can get at me there. Facebook, Pamela Michelle 3 And, of course, Instagram, Pamela underscore Michelle 5 And, of course, the Pamela Michelle Show on Instagram. Go get it now, guys. Keep dropping these lines. I love kind of picking these apart to see what the show topic is going to be next. Make sure you follow me on all these social media things. I'm going to have a pretty good topic for next time and maybe even get my bestie to do a podcast with me. It's something that you guys are totally going to love. The Blonde Banditos might end up gracing you with a podcast. <laughs> Take care and I will talk to you later.